Welcome to the Crushing Land Podcast, brought to you by The Land Method. Each week, our host, Jonathan, along with The Land Method team and special guest speakers, will answer your burning questions on land investing or discuss relevant real estate investing strategies and principles. So without further ado, let's get started. Jonathan here from The Land Method, and welcome to this week's episode of Crushing Land. And what we're going to be talking about this week is using different funding techniques on your property. So in the past, uh, we've done a video about joint ventures and how to set them up. Um, so you can reference that. We'll actually put the link uh, to that video in the comments just so that or in the in the description here so that you can go back and watch that. But what we're going to do today is we're actually going to do a little bit of a comparison between different types of funding. Uh, one of the things that's true in this business and, and any real estate business, investing business in general, is that you do not want to rely on just a single technique. You have to go with what makes sense. And there's certain aspects and certain avenues that make sense in different things. And so what we're going to talk about today is actually taking out a hard money loan on a property and comparing that to a joint venture in which one you should be doing. <clears throat> And the bottom line is that when it comes to this, uh, a few different things come into play. Uh, first, if you're going to go down this path if, uh, of any sort of loan, JV, hard money, whatever, uh, it has to be a situation where it just makes sense to do it. There's a time constraint. It, it's a deal that you just want to lock up because it makes it makes money. It makes uh, it makes a substantial amount of money. A lot of different things where that is uh, the standard, and that's where that makes sense. Our standard way of doing things, if it's not the case, is to double close the property and use transactional funding, right? So transactional funding is going to be your cheapest option if you don't have the money to bring to closing. So use transactional funding where appropriate. We've done a full crushing land on that before where we interviewed Dave. Uh, he was on here for, for an hour with us and going over all that. If you want to watch that and hear about transactional funding and where it comes into play and all of that, uh, you can watch that video as well. Uh, we'll put that in the, in the description as well for you. But in the situations where transactional funding just doesn't work, you're not going to do an A to B, B to C transaction at the exact same time, double closing, where you're actually going to take title of the property. There's a couple different ways to do that. Again, joint venture, hard money loans. We've talked about joint ventures before. We'll talk about them a little bit more today. But what we're going to do is we're going to break down the difference. And the bottom line is when you break this down and when you're looking at it, you need to know your numbers. That's all it comes down to. You need to know your numbers to decide which way you want to go. So for example, we're going to use simple numbers just to help you guys here uh, to see the difference. Let's say that you have a, a $20,000 purchase price on a piece of property. You're buying a piece of property for $20,000 and you get into a JV. So you get into a joint venture and you work with somebody and it's your first time. So they're a little bit more aggressive. So they want to do a 70-30 split. You get 70% of profits. They get 30%. Okay. Say you sell the property for $40,000. How much does the partner get? Well, that's easy, right? $20,000 in profit, 30%, $6,000. So they're getting six grand on that JV. And the thing with that is it's regardless of time. So if you sell that property two weeks later, they're getting $6,000. If you sell it six months later, they're getting $6,000. The timing doesn't matter. 
What about a hard money loan on that property? Well, again, $20,000, uh, the, the interest on those is basically designed where it goes up every single month. So if you had it for six months, based on who we would recommend working with, you'd be looking at about a 35% interest rate after six months. Now the 35% is on the 20 grand, not on the profits in this case, it's on the amount borrowed. So 35% is $7,000. So after six months, you sell it again, you sell it for 40 grand, where are you at? Well, you're basically off, you have to pay $7,000 now to that partner. So it's a little bit less of a deal for you than the joint venture at six months. But again, this is where I said you have to know your numbers. What happens if you sold it after only 90 days? You have a 90-day deal here that you do with, uh, with a joint venture agreement. You have $20,000, but the interest now is only 20% because it's only 90 days. So you're paying 20% on the 20 grand, which is $4,000. So now that lender is only getting four grand back. So you're actually in a better situation than the joint venture. So it's knowing your numbers, knowing your timeframes. And again, there's no, nothing is, is, is written in stone and you just know this for certain, but it's knowing which one seems to make the most sense in those type of situations. Part of it too is obviously how long, like we said, how long you think it's going to sell, um, knowing your numbers, where it's going to go, all of that. The other thing is obviously we use 20 to 40, but what happens if we went from 20 to $60,000? Well, the joint venture changes in that case, right? You buy it for 20, you sell it for 60. The joint venture, they're still getting 30%. So now it's 30% on $40,000 instead of $20,000. So instead of six grand, they're making 12,000. And again, that's if you sell it a day later or if you sell it six months later. But, the, but the, the hard money lending, that doesn't change. So those numbers are still the same because it's based on the purchase price, not the sale price. So in that case, now you've got a bigger spread. Guess what? You gave away a lot more of the deal in the joint venture, $12,000, where it would take a long time to get to $12,000 with the hard money person. Remember, after, after six months with them, it was only seven grand. So even if you, if you were selling it for 60, you'd still only owe them their money plus the $7,000. So $27,000 as opposed to 32 to the joint venture person because it's based on profit sharing. So it really comes down to knowing your numbers, knowing your risk, knowing which way you should go, things like that. We've used both. There's nothing wrong with either format, but it's, it's really calculating out your numbers to figure out which one makes the most sense. And we were just talking to a, a student the other day where, that was using very similar numbers to these, and it made more sense to go with the um, to go with the hard money situation than it did to go with the joint venture. Uh, the other we worked with a, another student that I was talking to just yesterday. And what she was looking at, and we said, no, because of where you're at, and it was a much bigger, you know, we're up over six figures now and what the loan would be, their situation, it made more sense to go with the joint venture. Even if they had to give away half the deal, it still made more sense because of what their numbers were. It wasn't a huge money-making deal as far as any ratio. It was going to be on the spread if they did a deal. So in that case, 
the the um, the joint venture agreement made more sense. And that's where we come into play. Obviously, we're working with our students and we're directing them the right way, looking at these numbers and trying to help them with that. The other thing, obviously, that you can do is if you're getting a deal under contract and you're doing a, a time sensitive thing because of hard money, well, the obvious thing is you obviously have room to play on the back end with your buyer right? You do not need to sell it you know, for what we just talked about, right? We just said, okay, you're buying it for 20,000, you're selling it for 60. Well, maybe you don't want to wait six months and owe $7,000, right? Maybe you don't want to take any risk. You don't want to do anything. So maybe you get rid of that property very quickly. You're, oh, it's worth, it's worth 60. I can sell it for 45 tomorrow, right? Very quickly. So you've got a letter contract for 20, you sell within a month. Guess what? You only owe $2,000 in interest. So now you're 22 into the property, you sell it for 45 and you made over $20,000 on that deal. So there's a lot of different ways that you can strategize this out. And, and again, it's, it comes down to knowing your numbers and figuring out the best way to move forward with it. And again, that's where we come in. We're not doing the loans, we're not, we're, but we have people that we recommend for transactional funding and for, uh, for um, uh, joint venturing and for, uh, for doing actually hard money loans and things like that. We have different ones that we recommend that can help you with that and to be able to, to actually uh, uh, have the deal go through and fund it. But when it comes down to helping you pick out the best strategy to not leave money on the table, to get the deal done, to all that. So whether or not I should do transactional funding and only consider that A to B, B to C, same date, double close, no risk beyond that. Obviously, lowest that's, that's your best risk mitigation doing that. Uh, for money, but it, it may not make sense in certain cases because of like really good deals or timeframes or whatever it may be. So from there, that's where we help you and say, okay, this is where you should be looking at a, a JV or you should be looking at hard money. And this is the way to calculate this out and figure out what's best for your deal. So if you want more help with that, if you want to discuss this, if you want to look at anything that we have to offer you, uh, please feel free to reach out to us. The information is down below. You can schedule a free 15 minute business consult with us where we go over everything and show you kind of what you need to do to get into this business and see where you're at to help you to be successful. All you have to do is call the number below or use the calendar link down below to schedule that. So again, everybody, thanks for joining us this week on Crushing Land. Uh, we look forward to seeing you much more. And again, remember in just a couple of weeks, we just start talking about this. We have our free five day workshop that we're gonna be going over a whole bunch of information like this to really help you to be successful in your land investing business right now using today's proven techniques. Not old information, uh, not, not just the same stuff that's been kind of recycled and, and circulated around in diff 10 different ways you know, for the last 20, you know, 10, 20 years. No, this is fresh information that's working right now. So again, make sure you come to that. It's live in our Facebook group. If you didn't register yet, you wanna register at flipmylandclass.com. That link will be down below as well. So again, everybody, thanks for joining us this week on Crushing Land, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you, listeners, for joining in today. Join us again next week for another discussion on all things land. If you have a topic you want discussed, send us an email about it at thelandmethod at gmail.com or use the contact form on our website, thelandmethod.com. Remember to join the Land Method Facebook group as well if you want to be the first to hear this content and be a part of a community that supports each other in our land businesses. Have a great week.